Hello, welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. Today we're talking about Yak. Hello, I'm your host, Liz. That too. I'm your host, Liz, and I'm joined as always by my co host, Marcus. Hello. It was a very, in my opinion, very, very fun show. Yeah, it wasn't bad. I, I, I think, uh, especially compared to like Double or Nothing, the runtime was very nice. Good old solid three hours. That was it. Um, all story-driven matches. Wasn't reliant on titles at all. So, really good stuff. And then Cody, to top it all off, to cap the night oh off. Oh my god. Wrestles with a torn peck. And gives us a a greatest of all time match. Probably match of the year contender at this point. Risked it all, no matter how stupid or crazy it was. Um, I don't know whose match of the year he's contending for, but it's not mine. Liz, not liking good matches, apparently. Yeah, sorry. If that was a good match, then I don't... Like, I'm not saying it was a bad match, but I don't literally like saying, when people though. do that. Like, I don't need to see your titty falling off of your chest. Like, sorry. Have some fucking decency. Okay. I just, I don't agree with that. I think it's like, why, why do that? You're like risking your entire career for an exciting match. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I'm not really in the business of watching people kill themselves for entertainment. So yeah, it was crazy. It was dumb um but i think because he's not risking anything anybody but himself he's not putting anyone's career on the line except his own he knows what he's getting into and if he's willing to risk all that then he's only hurting himself and if he's cool with that and knows what he's getting into, then I I respect it. It's just, it's not my cup of tea, that's all. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. No! Oh! Well, I guess I'm keeping my glasses on tonight. (laughs) A mosquito in here. There's a mosquito? Yes, a big one too. Mm. As soon as you start talking shit about the match, the mosquito comes in. Shocker. Um, like, if it's already torn and he had to get surgery anyway, damaging it further is not gonna. I mean, it's already gonna have to get surgery if it was torn in the first place. Yeah, but I mean, you can make things worse. But if you're, if you're already getting surgery, then why not That's just like rip the saying, whole thing off? 
Yeah, that's like saying, like, I see that you got stabbed, but if I stab you again, you already have to go to the hospital, so... Well, it's like stabbing the same spot. It's like the hole's already there. <laughs> I don't I don't know what you don't understand. You know what? No. <laughs> don't what? I'm not having this conversation. Liz doesn't want to talk about the wrestling match that happened tonight. Okay. Alright, well anyway. Before we get to that match, um, let's talk about our predictions. So, for those who don't know how our predictions work, for uh, we make a prediction on every match, um, and for every incorrect prediction, we have to do a dab of hot sauce. Um, I have today... What is this? Wizards Hot Stuff. And, and yeah, what do, you, um, what do you have? I have... My hot sauce is missing. It's here somewhere. I know it is. There's. I have the same thing that we had the last time, just because I know it's the spiciest thing that we have in our home. Just, just black bison hot sauce. Nice. Um, and then whoever is crowned the pinfall, or whoever has the most correct predictions, is crowned the pinfall podcast prediction champion, and gets the egg as the prize, and awards a uh, punishment to the loser. Now, I'm the current reigning champion after double or nothing. Liz, how did you do today? I got four right. And how many wrong? How many matches were there? Seven. Three wrong. And I got five right and two wrong. So, I am still... The Pinfall Podcast Prediction Champion. And Liz, for your punishment, it's the midpoint of the year. It's the midterms. So, we're, I'm, I'm bringing back an old fave once again. And uh, I, in between each match, or at the beginning of each match, I am going to give you... I've got a list of all the matches that have happened this year. I'm going to give you one opponent, the promotion, the show, the match type and the date it happened and you tell me who the opponent was i don't know if we got enough chips for this <laughs> i mean i'll I, I could do one one before each match if if you don't have no enough. no no well uh, we're some stores i'm sure we've got some crackers or something okay all right well then i'll do three before each match it shouldn't be too hard it's only been six months that have passed they have five Five months that have passed. I don't remember matches that happened last week, Mark. Don't worry, you'll remember. Alright, and you'll do a dab for everyone to get incorrect. Alright. <clears throat> so, let's start off with the recap. Starting with Asuka versus Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship. And uh, your first... Your first match of the punishment. 
So, let's see, let's see, let's get a good one. All right, Wrestle Kingdom Night One of New Japan Pro Wrestling. El Desperado faced somebody for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship on January 4th. Who was his opponent? Hiromu. Correct. All right, let us go a little further down. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, Takataichi Mania 3 from January 10th. Taichi faced who? Taka. No. Oh. He faced Doki. Um... Taka faced El Desperado. So that is a dab. Alright, let's see what else we can do as a last Hang on, one. hang on. Gotta find a chip that's bigger than the size of a pea. <laughs> oh wait, probably should shake this. I hate knowing that there's a mosquito in here. It's like made me. It'll be fine. I'm on edge. You'll be fine. Did you do the dab or are you still waiting to do it? Okay. I put too much up. Very nice. Very nice. Good, good first one. All right, you ready for your last one? So, from Impact's No Surrender on February 19th, for the Impact World Championship, Moose defended the title against who? Heath? No, that was, um, I think that was Hard to Kill? It was W. Morrissey. Um, okay, so that is your final question for uh, this match, and we both predicted Bianca, so we don't have to take a dab for that. Correct. And this match went off. This was great. All right! I'm doing great right now, guys. Is this how Cody felt? <laughs> that he still had to like perform in spite of being in horrendous pain. Mm -hmm. I'm sure something like that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Becky goes after Bianca and then Asuka, but Bianca and Asuka team up um, to get her from the ring. And then it's just the two of them. It's just Bianca and Asuka. Asuka kind of gets tired of fighting uh, Bianca a little bit. Like they have the little, they're a little tension. Um. We get a clothesline, um, but then Asuka gets pulled from the ring by Becky. Becky kicks Bianca. 
goes up top. Bianca grabs her, throws her. We get a boot to the face and then the stomach of Bianca. Asuka then comes in, takes on both women. She gets the hip attack to Becky, dodges Bianca, sending her into Becky. Um, we end up getting a flying armbar to Bianca um, after Asuka avoids the coyote. Bianca, however, lifts and bombs her into the turnbuckle. Then fl- um, Becky flings her into Bianca. Bianca gets sent into Asuka by Lynch, who then goes, um, who then gets Bianca like through the ropes. Um, gets a few hard strikes across her face and then a leg drop across the back of her neck. Um, but Bianca starts fighting back. She gets a jawbreaker to Becky. Becky goes for the arm bar, but can't get it. Gets a Bexploder suplex instead to Bianca. She then drop kicks Asuka through the ropes. Um, and Becky kind of rules like this halfway point of the match. Um, but Asuka gets a couple spinning forearms to Becky and a hip attack. No pin, though. Um, Asuka then goes for the Asuka lock, but Becky ends up getting out of it, gets the disarmor, but Bianca comes in. Once the KOD, Becky lands on her feet. We then get a stalling suplex to Becky and a dropkick to Asuka. Um, Bianca then, like, mounts and begins, like, punching Asuka. She dodges Becky, gets her into the corner, does the same thing with her and Asuka. Um, we then get a spine buster to Becky after Becky goes for the braid of Belair. Um, Belair hits Asuka with the glam slam onto Becky. Bianca then hits the backflip onto Becky and Asuka, but can't achieve that double pin. Um, sorry, I've got like a ton of saliva in my mouth now because like <laughs> of all the spice. It's horrible. Ew. I'm like trying to talk around the heat. <laughs> um, so. The fuck was that? Um, okay. Bianca wants the superplex on Becky, but Asuka comes in, um, and like kind of like it looks like she's sort of going for like a powerbomb to Bianca, but Bianca would in turn, um, superplex Becky, but that doesn't really happen. Um, Bianca gets, uh, Bianca kicks, um, like gets Asuka away. Um, ends up, um, Asuka ends up getting double knees off to Bianca, double knees off to Becky, hit the tag to both of them. And then she gets like a cute little dual ankle lock to both Bianca and Becky. Um, but then they end up getting her out of the ring. They get Asuka out of the ring. Um, and then it's just Bianca and Becky fighting. Well, both with like shitty ankles now. Um, Becky wants to disarm her, but Bianca um, stands up, nearly gets the KOD, but Becky grabs the rope. We get a dropkick from Asuka right to the face of Bianca. Becky gets the manhandle slam on Bianca, but Asuka breaks the pin. Um, Asuka kicks Becky. She kicks Bianca. Becky disposes of Asuka. Um, However, Asuka then breaks up another pin upon Bianca upon re-entry. We end up getting a German suplex to Becky and a kick to the face of Asuka as she gets tangled in the ropes post-hip attack attempt. Um, And then Becky gets, like, the disarmor on the ropes. Uh, Bianca comes in for, like, kind of an apron KOD, but Becky gets free. Asuka hip attacks her. That sends Bianca off the apron. Um, she gets the Asuka lock on Becky. Asuka kicks, um, Bianca as Bianca returns, and Becky gets free from the Asuka lock. We then get another, like, glam slam type thing into the top turnbuckle to Asuka from Bianca. Um, but then... Becky hits the manhandle slam to Asuka. Hardly a one count before Bianca comes in, removes her, and pins Asuka to win. Which, what I'm sure they're going to set up for now is Bianca versus Asuka, because Asuka basically saved Bianca's ass 900 different times. 
I, I would guess Bianca versus Becky one last time at Money in the Bank. Because Becky will probably argue that I gave that she gave her that pin. Because it was her manhandle slam. And then yeah, I don't know. Asuka versus Bianca. It never felt like Asuka was actually a player in the game today. And I didn't like that. I don't know. I disagree. She had a lot of really good moments. Especially that one where she was doing all those insanely, like strong strikes yeah um plus right now it's not her story so much her story will come soon but the program is right now Bianca and Becky um so up next after that we had Omos and MVP versus Bobby Lashley in a handicap match. We both picked Bobby. Because it's obvious. MVP would take the pin. Um, or rather in this case the submission. So. Alright let me give you three more. Three more matches to guess. Alright so. On an episode of NXT. Oh fuck me. Okay I'm done. March 22nd. Uh, in a qualifying match for the uh, North American title ladder match, Roderick Strong faced who? Oh, God. Um... Qualifying match for the ladder match, Roderick Strong faced who? Did he face a kid? No, he faced Solo Sokoa. All right. You really like didn't do me any favors leaving me with like chips that are this big because then I've got to like sacrifice. You got to like pull it, pull the hot sauce in the bowl and then dip. It's actually not the worst idea in the world. All right, fuck it. I'm just gonna. <laughs> hmm. All right. We're for this next one. We're gonna keep up with NXT, but this time it's Stand and Deliver. So Stand and Deliver, April second. Tony D'Angelo faced who at Stand and Deliver? Tony D'Angelo. There you go. Correct. All right. Let's see what else we got. What else do we have? Um. Da, 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 da. All right, I'll I'll uh what is this? All right, I'll give you a little bit of an easy one. A little bit of an easy one. So, on AEW Dynamite May 11th for the FTW World Championship, Ricky Starks defend the title against who? An easy one. 
Brave, yeah. I, I really would have thought you would have gotten this really quick. <laughs> Swerve? Fair enough. This is Jungle Boy. Ah, uh, no wonder I forgot. Alright, and that's your third one and final one for this set. So Bobby versus Omas and MVP. Um, while I take the stab, can we quickly just note MVP's diss track? Oh yeah. So during the kickoff, they uh, and even before the match, they played MVP's diss track for Bobby, and it was so good, so good. I was suddenly reminded how much I love MVP. Mm -hmm. Um, don't love that he didn't use the ball and elbow at all. But Yeah, what the fuck is that about? To be fair, if he did use the ball and elbow, there's no way Bobby would have kicked out. No, yeah, that would have been the finisher. Mm. Um, He's got to oh, save man. something for Omos. Right. Well. So MVP starts the match, but immediately pops out, getting Omos in. We get a clothesline to Omos, but he doesn't fucking care. Um, and then Bobby applies the hammerlock, but Omos shrugs that off, too. Um, Omos then tosses Lashley, tags out to kind of take a breather. Um, Lashley gets hit with the ground and pound by P, who can't get the pin. Um, Lashley goes for the knee of Omos, um, who's the newly legal man, dropping the giant just a step down. Bobby then thinks that he's going to go for a snap suplex. Um, but Omos immediately says no. Uh, instead, he flapjacks Bobby um, before dropping him into the turnbuckle and then crushing him in the corner. Um, MVP gets back in. We get a boot to the face of Lashley. Um, and then he tags Omos and tells him to go get him because Lashley's um, rolled to ringside. And Omos just freight trains the dude. Sends him right through the barricade between the ringside area and the timekeeper's area. Um, MVP gets back in, hits him with the ground and pound again. Lashley, however, spears MVP after taking Omos off the apron. Starts kind of kicking off. Omos breaks the pin before um, the referee can count. And then Cedric, who had been in the earlier promo, um, saying that he was going to help MVP out. Um, Cedric appears. Um, and he, he's, he's shoved away, basically, by MVP. Um, but Cedric appears and distracts Omos. Gets kind of chokeslammed, but Lashley then takes advantage. He spears Omos, and then he sidesteps a boot from MVP, who's still the legal man, hits him with the hurt lock to win the match. Yeah, not really shocking, considering how MVP has kind of always been the fall guy. Um. Yeah. But uh, after that, we had Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel, and we both picked. Oh, we yeah, we both picked Ezekiel. Yeah. Um. This water is not going to last me this entire time mm -hmm. because I'm in so much pain. So I will need to get up eventually to get more water. Can you do it after Judgment Day versus Bauer Club? Because there's a promo, and you can do it while I talk about the promo. Depends. Um, yes. 
I can try to at least. It might suck, but I can try to. Oh, I probably should be taking a dab. Instead of talking. This is a very nice taste to it when it's not burning my mouth. I don't think that one was super hot. Well, I don't know what you're smoking, but... I don't remember. Alright. You ready for your first match? Yep. Alright, let's see, let's see. Well, your first one... Ah, that's not fair. I, I can't give you that one, because... You haven't watched this episode. I was going to ask you about an MLW show. Um, I only know one match that happened in MLW recently. Which is? Hammerstone versus Duran. Hmm. Yeah. I just want a singles match. That's it. That's all I want. Alright, so, on an episode of Rampage, AEW's Rampage, for the TBS Championship, on January 28th. January 28th, on Rampage, for the TBS Championship, Jade Cargill defended the title against who? Anna J. Wrong. It was Julia Hart. Get here. What a bitch. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um... It's a fatal four way. All right. Your next one. A New Japan Pro Wrestling's Golden Series. Uh, for the never open weight title in a lumberjack match, Evil defended the title against who? Tamatanga. No. Tomohiro what? Ishii. At Golden Fuck! Series. I'm fading, man. <laughs> I'm fading. All right. So you want uh, you want another one right now? No. Well, you're gonna get another one. Your third and final one for this set. New Japan Pro Wrestling once again in the New Japan Cup. First round match on March 7th. Ryusuke Taguchi lost to who? In the first round of the New Japan Cup. I don't fucking know. You had a whole bracket. You had two you had two brackets. Uh, 
Oh God. Um. Taguchi lost to who in the New Japan Cup? Haruki Goto? No. Was it Shima? Wrong side of the bracket. It was evil. All right. Want to get back to uh, Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel? Yeah. This was this was a lot of fun. Really entertaining. Shocking uh finish though. Fuck. Burns. Yeah, I'm in significant pain right now actually. I'm going to drool with you. Uh, well, while you suffer, I'll just say that really thought uh, Ezekiel was going to win this, you know, based on the fact that it would be like, I don't know, he, he's considered like a new character, so you would think they'd stack him up with wins on pay-per-views um, to build him up, but he just lost clean to KO. Yeah. Especially his first pay-per-view. Okay. So we get a knee to the chin of Kevin, and elbow drop off the top. Um, Ezekiel ends up sending Kevin ringside, and Kevin then sends Ezekiel into the ring post. Um, this splits Ezekiel's eyebrow. Um, we then get a moonsault onto Ezekiel, and this is it's just a bunch of covers. It really wasn't much of a match. Um, it was fun, but there was like not much of a narrative arc. Yeah, not towards, not until towards the end. Yeah, um, we get a kick to the chat. Oh. Got a little bubble in my throat there for a second. Nice. Um, we get a kick to the chest of Ezekiel, and then Kevin is sent upside down into the corner. We get a heel kick to Kevin. Um, Kevin then goes off the top, but Ezekiel gets his knees up um, to catch the senton. And then Ezekiel just kind of loses his shit a little bit and beats the piss out of Kevin. Um, he hits a splash to Kevin Owens and then a spine buster, but Kevin gets the pop-up powerbomb to Ezekiel. Eventually, a knee to the jaw of Owens is executed. Ezekiel goes up top of Kevin, dislodges him, super kicks him twice, hits him with a cannonball, and then a stunner, and then he wins. And I said, oh. Yeah, no story advancement here. This is like I I thought this might have been the worst match on the card because there was no story advancement, um, and like no developments whatsoever, especially towards whether or not Ezekiel is Elias. Well, he's not. It's obvious. Well, yeah, but no, there's no changing, convincing uh, KO. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was weird. Yeah. But I don't think this is where it ends, so. Yeah, I don't think so either, but should have at least gotten a little something. Um, so next up, Judgment Day versus Balor Club. Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and Liv Morgan. Um, what a pretty little team. <laughs> I pick Judgment Day. Because they're a full-fledged team and not a group of misfits 
and AJ. I picked Valor Club because I think Finn Valor is really cute. <laughs> what a professional. Like how you complain about the lack of chips in that bag and then you just eat one dry. I'm dying. Wasting it. <laughs> so you have to take a dab for that match. Um, and I'm going to give you a little bit of an easy one. Ready? First match at WrestleMania, April 2nd. For the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch tried to defend the belt against who? Um, and chat, feel free, to play, feel free to play along. What was that? What was this again? When? Yeah. WrestleMania, April 2nd. She tried to defend the belt. Becky Lynch tried to defend the belt against who? Tried to defend the belt. Oh, Bianca. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. AW Dynamite. <clears throat> on May 11th. In the Owen Hart tournament first round match, Dax Harwood... Fought who? Not the qualifiers. Right, first round. Wasn't it Daxi versus Punk? Their final answer? No. Punk was not in the tournament at all. Oh. Oh, it was him versus Cole! Oh, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. That's Thank that's your you. one. That's your one, though. All right. Like my teeth hurt. This is so spicy. <laughs> All right. Ready for another one? Ready, Freddy. So, Wrestle Kingdom Night One, New Japan Pro Wrestling, January fourth. Katsuyori Shibata fought who in an open challenge? Oh. I feel like I'm going to be so wrong saying this, and I feel bad that I'm going to be wrong saying this. But wasn't it Ren Narita? It was Ren Narita. Okay. At first I was like, Zach! And then I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Wrong day. Alright, so let's get to Judgment Day versus Balor Club. Theoretically, that was a clean sweep for Elizabeth. Theoretically, except it wasn't. I, I was just being generous. Anyways. So we start and it's a brawl. Um, we get a really cool move where, uh, 
I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I know that like Finn did something and then Oh, it was um Um Finn like crouched down and AJ threw Liv over Finn to do Hurricane Rana on Rhea. Yeah, there you go, thank you. Yep. Um and that was fun because Finn got all hyped up and I was like, Oh, he's supportive. Um so we start with Liv and Rhea for the most part. Um, that's kind of where our, you know, uh, what is the fucking word? Oh, that spice has gone to your head. You know, like the, the word for like when a match is like not condoned by the company or condoned by the company lights out. Oh, unsanctioned. Yeah. That's when the sanctioned match kind of starts. Hmm. Um, we had a headbutt to the face of Liv, though, that pretty much stops her in her fucking tracks. Um, it's really good because, like, it you can hear the fucking crack, first of all. Um, and then you just, like, see Finn, like, leaning over the ropes, like, looking at Liv, like, yeah, damn, I don't know. Um, then Rhea hits her with a stalling suplex and just takes she takes the shit out of Liv for a very long time until AJ and Damien get in. Um, <coughs> um we get a backfist to Damien and a drop kick before a Pele kick. This gets Balor in. Um, and that's pretty much the first mistake that Balor Club makes is getting Finn in. Um he kicks Priest, torques his knee against the ropes for a little bit. Um I would love to go with three. Um, Edge then distracts and um, he, he distracts Finn. Damien hits him with a clubbing forearm and then Finn just gets fucking polarized. Um, Edge gets in. Um, he sends Finn into the desk, throws him back into the ring. Damien gets in off that. Damien just goes off punching Finn. Um, and then Jess, the referee, gets distracted. Edge ends up yanking Finn into the buckles a little bit while she's distracted. Um, Edge gets back in. He gets whipped into the buckles. Or Finn gets whipped into the buckles. Gets double boots, though, to Edge. Takes Rhea off the apron. Takes Damien off the apron. Um, <clears throat> however, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Damien ends up getting in, like, five seconds later. Finn gets taken away from a tagging opportunity. Damien gets a chokehold on Finn, but Finn kind of powers up, powers out, hits him with a jawbreaker. But Damien hits him with a backbreaker, um, once again taking him away from the tag. And then Finn gets the loudest chop I have ever heard in my entire life on Damien. Oh my god. It was like... That it was ungodly loud. Oh yeah, it was like, it was like a gunshot went off. Oh my god, it was incredible. Um, and Damien didn't like really seem to sell it, but if I were Damien, I would have been like, oh, my tit. Um, but then eventually AJ gets in. Um, this gets Edge in. Um, just as an overhead kick to Damien gets Finn some space. AJ then takes on Priest and Edge at the same time. You get a backbreaker to Edge and a phenomenal forearm to Edge, but Damien saves his little leader, pulling AJ from the ring, sending him face first in the ground. And then we get Liv and Rhea in. Um, Liv wants the Hurricane Rana, but Ripley catches her. 
Liv, however, still rolls her down, um, goes for the pin, doesn't get it. Um, we get a crucifix driver to Rhea. Um, but then Rhea hits a little bit of a butterfly suplex to Liv and then kind of a funky little, a different suplex after that. Um, that almost doesn't work because Rhea has to like hoist Liv up and Liv kind of slips out of her grip a little bit. Um, doesn't matter. No pin anyways. Um, she goes for the riptide, but Liv slips free and then Finn gets in. Big mistake. Um, we get a DDT to Rhea from Liv before she heads out. Whole thing breaks down again. Everyone looks kind of like, you know, fit, Ballard Club looks like they're kind of hitting it off a little bit. But then Finn goes up top. Rhea dislodges him. Damien gets up. Um, he chokes, slams Balor. Um, but AJ comes in with the phenomenal forearms for Damien. And Edge apparently is the legal man at this point, which I didn't really realize. I don't know if that was just like the, it doesn't fucking matter because Rhea can tag out to either man and she because she just can't be in um so i don't know how we decided the edge was legal because i didn't see attack happen but um edge goes for the spear after sending aj out of the ring gets rolled up finn gets a sling blade a drop kick and then he goes up top again but Rhea distracts him however this time liv comes in attacks her jelly jumps on her back and you think that he's been saved, and he goes for the coup de grace, but Edge evades it and spears Finn and wins. Yeah, now, after uh, AJ was sent out um, of the ring, it was like a medical personnel uh, went to attend to him, and it was something that wasn't brought to attention at all by the commentators Who? or the camera. AJ. Finn? Oh, AJ. Yeah, after he was tossed out of the ring. Um, because he, he hit that corner post very awkwardly, Instead of, like, his shoulder hitting it like most people do, he turned and his back went into it. Um, now, I mean, hopefully it's just them wiping maybe a little bit of blood off um, and and nothing else was wrong, but it was very weird that a that, uh, medical professional walked over to him sneakily. Yeah. Hopefully he's okay. Um, all right, so next up, we have, uh, this is the promo if you want to go and, and refer it on. Yeah, and I'll also probably get something else to carry my space. All right, get ready, get ready for the, the questions, though, because those okay. will be coming as soon as you come back. Okay. All right, so... No! Son of a bitch! Saw that coming from a mile away. Can't even stand up without destroying everything. Oh my god. Destroying the whole set. A mess! Alright, so backstage, after his uh, win against Omas and MVP, Bobby Lashley's walking. He's got a big smile on his face. He walks up to Cedric Alexander. I don't I don't remember if Liz mentioned this, but Cedric pops in at some point in the match and um attacks Omas. Or tries to. It wasn't really clear. Um But uh Bobby goes up to him and asks, What was that out there? Cedric says, Not now. That wasn't for you, that was for me. MVP and Omas got what they deserved. 
Instead of finding somewhere to belong, I need to find a way to stand on my feet. So maybe we'll be getting singles, Cedric, uh, for a bit. Hopefully not just on main event. Um, Bobby says, you gotta stand up for yourself, but never, but don't ever mess with another of my matches again. Um, and something we forgot to mention, actually, during the after the Bobby Omas MVP match, Bobby gets up on the turnbuckle and does the belt motion. And apparently, I think it was according to Sean Ross App, um, he was told to do that. It's not like he did that out of a victory celebration. No, Bobby was told to do that from backstage. Um, so it looks like he's going to be set up for a, uh, a match against Roman, potentially. Um, or, but um, my my prediction was he wins Money in the Bank, which seems very very likely. Um, because Cody's probably not going to make it, and he's been a big favorite to win Money in the Bank. Um, with with the Peck recovery, which could take several months. Um, don't think he's going to be recovered fully in time. Uh, Money in the Bank rolls around. All right. Sounds like Liz is back. And there she is. So I found these. What are those? Ah, okay. I imagine they must still be pretty good. They're not open. Mm-hmm. Is there an expiration date? Yeah. Well, what does it say? They're expired, but it's April. That's up to you if you want to risk that. Let's see. Well, I mean, potato chips really expire. Yes. Let's see. Hang on. Well, while while you look that up, um, we have next Happy Corbin versus Mad Cat Moss. In a no holds barred match, and we both picked Madcap Moss to win this. Okay, they'll apparently stay at best quality for about two to three months after the date on the package. Okay, okay. There's only been one. All right. Uh, well, it's June, so it should be two. April twenty third. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we both picked Madcap Moss, or I guess he's just Madcap now. Uh, to win this match, and he did. Oh, All right, are you ready for your first question? Yes. So, Warrior Wrestling 19 on February 12th. For the Ring of Honor Tag Team titles, the Briscoes defended the titles against who? Warrior Wrestling, the Briscoes, defending the Ring of Honor tag belts. Uh. 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 The Briscoes. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'd be nice if I could see my nose. Um. 
God, I I can literally only think of one tag team. Is it the Workhorseman? Yes, it was. I remember Anthony Henry, if nothing else. <laughs> All right, your next one. I'm very surprised you got that, actually. I'm surprised I got that, too. All right. So. Um, okay. Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 8. On, on March 31st. Simon Gotch wrestled who? Bloodsport. Simon Gotch wrestled who? Ninja Mac? No. Ninja Mac wrestled um, Yoya. Oh, yeah. Uh, Simon Gotch wrestled John Hennigan. Now Johnny Elite. All right, and your final one for this round. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. I haven't done an impact one yet. All right, so impact. In the Champ Champ Challenge, Diana Perrazzo, on April 14th, faced who in the Champ Champ Challenge? Defending was the Ring it... of Honor women's belt. Um, was it Willow? It was Willow. Damn. Eh. Willow cool. Nightingale, correct answer. Cool. <laughs> all right now happy corbin versus madcap moss this match this match was so great this was wonderful yeah, this was fun. if it wasn't for the crowd this would have been so much better the crowd demanding yeah. the tables was so annoying yeah no it was obnoxious um i just deleted all my notes you deleted all your notes yes um I don't think there's a shortcut for that. There is. Oh. It's Command Z. Undo? Yeah. How'd you undo all of your notes? No, I... Like, I... The W key got hit on my laptop. Mm-hmm. And all my notes are highlighted. Yeah. Because I just didn't unclick them. So it deleted everything. Um, all right. So Corbin um immediately pushes Moss into the corner and then throws him over the ramp. Um Moss gets shoved into the screen at the top of the ramp, uh, but Corbin gets sent into the barricade. Or rather, Moss actually. <coughs> Sorry. Got like chip dust in my brain. <laughs> Moss um, pushes Corbin into the corner, throws him over the ropes. That's what happens. Um, Moss is then shoved into the screen at the top of the ramp, but Corbin is then sent into the barricade. And then once they're back in the ring, he's sent over the ropes again. 
Um, Corbin, however, sends Moss into the barricade as Moss goes for a chair. Moss gets sent over the announce desk, comes back <clears throat> swinging, but by swinging, um, I mean, comes back throwing an office chair uh, at Corbin. Um, Corbin gets sent into some stairs and then looks like he's going to escape into the crowd, but instead, um, as Moss goes after him, Corbin clotheslines him back over the barricade, back to ringside, before dropping him over the bit of the barricade that separates the timekeeper area from the ringside area. Moss then gets in the ring, fights back a little bit, but gets chokeslammed for his trouble. Corbin then gets a chair. And then he sends it into the ribs of Moss, and this is around the time that the We Want Tables chance start. Um, but he sends it into the ribs of Moss, then into his back. Corbin gets... Um, Like, Corbin sets the chair up in the middle of the ring, but ends up getting sent into that chair with a drop toe hold, and the chair, like, bends in half. Um, we get a deep six to Moss, and, yeah, Corbin starts playing with the fucking crowd. Um, he, like, will, like, go down, like, as if he's gonna get a table, pulls out another chair. Um, and with this chair, he sets it up in the corner, tries to send Moss into it, Moss avoids it, Moss tries to send Corbin into it, but Corbin slips out of the ring, does the fast Corbin bit, goes to send Moss into the chair, but Moss stops himself early, and then Moss dodges Corbin, sending Corbin into the chair. I loved this exchange. <laughs> um, after this, we get some chair shots to Corbin. Madcap sends Corbin over the ropes. Corbin sends Moss head over heels, um, ringside, and Moss nearly lands on his fucking neck again. Um... And at this point, they're still chanting, we want tables, and Corbin screams back, you're not getting any. It was, he was so good. The way he was playing the crowd, he was amazing. Yeah, because they're being fucking annoying, and he had every right. Yeah. Um, then we get a chair around the neck of Moss, um, similar to what we had just uh, recently, um, prior to Moss's transformation and losing the suspenders. Um, Moss is sent into the announce desk and then gets back and is sent back into the ring. Corbin gets some stairs and we get a fallway slam to Corbin because Moss gets up and gets free. Hits the fallway slam to Corbin into those stairs and then he puts the chair around Corbin's neck, slams the stairs into Corbin's little chair necklace to win. I hated this actually. That that finish was nasty. Yeah, but it. It was exactly what the story demanded, and I get people saying, like, oh, all Moss had to do was grab a table, and he would have been over by the crowd. But that's not, that's not what the story needed. The story needed Moss to brutalize Corbin. It needed Moss to try to end Corbin's career like Corbin tried to end his. This was him getting over as a, as a brutal-ass face. Not by appealing to the crowd and getting a table. Yeah. Like, this This was excellent storytelling. Um, and then it was all made up for in, in the main event. Alright, so up next, Austin Theory versus Mustafa Ali for the United States Championship. And I picked Austin Theory. I also used my DQ card on this, and I didn't need it. We didn't need any DQ cards. No, I didn't think we would. But maybe next time. 
Um, then you picked Mustafa Ali, as you can tell by Liz pouring a dab right now. I made another mistake here. All right, you ready for your next match? Are you? All right. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Give me a singles match. Give me a singles match. Okay. Um, it's hard to do Super Junior matches because they're so vague. Mm -hmm. Trying to be a little nice here. All right. Uh, all right, all right. On May fifth, or not May fifth, May eighth, at WrestleMania Backlash, Bobby Lashley faced who? At WrestleMania Backlash. Omos. Correct. Easy peasy, easy peasy. That one was a piece of cake for you. All right, now. On Impact, January 13th, uh, for the Impact World Championship. Are you even listening? Yeah, sorry, it's... I keep hearing a noise, and I can't tell if it's the cat. What kind of noise is that? It's like movement. So I'm hoping it's the cat. Okay. Anyways. Um, so on an episode of Impact, January 13th, for the Impact World Championship, Moose defended the title against who? January 18th? January 13th. 13th. On an episode of Impact, Moose defended the Impact World Championship against who? Trying to think of wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Was it uh? I don't know. Was it Rich Swan? No, it was Zicky Dice. Of course, it fucking was. Okay. All right. Let's see, so that was January. Um, All right. This should, this should be an easy one. AW Dynamite. February 9th. Uh, Hangman Adam Page defended the AEW World Championship in a Texas death match against who? 
Lance Archer. Correct. There you go. See, piece of cake. No big deal. Well, he's done. He did a second one. Yes, against Adam Cole, but that was not on an episode of Dynamite. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. All right. Last one. So let's first talk about the fact that Mustafa had awesome gear today. Did we do three matches? Oh, yeah, I thought we did. I thought we just did two. Oh. Because we did that one. We did Moose. Oh, maybe it's because you mentioned the Super Junior stuff. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, here's your last one. Okay. Um, March 1st, on an episode of NXT. Carmelo Hayes defended the North American Championship against who? March 1st. Um, March 1st. Carmelo Hayes defended... Was it Santos? No, it was Pete Dunne. Okay, I'll just call myself. Let's see how this tastes. All right. So, yeah. Theory versus Mustafa Ali. I picked Theory. You picked Ali. So, uh, before we get into the match, let's talk about the fact that Mustafa Ali had really cool here. Yeah. He's the hometown hero. Um... I knew WWE would never give in to hometown heroes. Yeah. Um, But Theory came out first, which WWE only, like, has champions come out first when the challenger's like Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Maybe it's because he was the hometown hero. Probably. He probably expected a huge pop. Um, But he, he had, like... His tank top said Chai Ali. He had the Chicago flag on his pants. He was he was yeah. eating it up. Yeah. He looked great. And everyone loved him. Um So Hurricane Rana to Theory. Um Ali sends Theory out of the ring into the announce desk. He goes up top, dives down onto Theory ringside. Ali sends Theory face first into the turnbuckle and goes up top, but Theory sends him flying to the ground. Um, and God damn it, Mustafa, he is so good at selling an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, we then get a fallaway slam to Ali and a headlock. Um, we get a kick upside Theory's head, um, which gives Ali a little bit of a step up. Um, he hits a flying elbow to Theory and another kick. And we get a neck breaker to Theory. Theory's in place up top, but he starts fighting back on Ali. And Ali is sent down to the mat. His knee is kind of tweaked. Um, we then get like a very weird, like, sitting springboard Spanish fly to Ali. Yeah. Um,. But Ali ends up getting a tornado DDT to Theory. He goes up top again, um, looking just a little haggard. Um, and Theory dislodges him. 
He wants the A-Town down, but Ali stops it. Gets the STF on Theory. Theory reaches the ropes, though. Um, he then kicks him in the entire chest. Um, hits him with a DDT before um, he goes up top again. Wants the 450, but Theory avoids that. And then the chop block to Ali, which, remember, his knee is injured. Um, and this opens the door for Theory to get the A-Town down to win. Yeah, and that was a brutal A-Town down. That was, yeah. that was tough. Yeah. Um. Yeah, kind of disappointing. Ali didn't win because he's great, but pretty expected. I kind of thought that he would, cause like I was like, there has to be a reason he came back. Yeah, I'm. I'm just surprised Champa didn't get involved because it seemed like that's what this was all leading to was a Champa Ali program. Um. Yeah. And I also didn't think Theory would lose the title after. I don't think he's defended it at all. I can't remember who he defended it against. He won it off of Finn. I don't think he's defended it. I think this was the first. Might have been. I'm not sure. Um, I can check cage match, actually. Let's see. Matches for the... Oh, he defended it against Cody, but that was that ended in DQ. Mm. So he won it from Finn April 18th. Defended it against Cody May 9th. And then... Defended it against Ali on Raw this past week and then today. Um, Alright, so up next the main event Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. Um, Now before we get there I picked Seth. You picked Cody. I thought Seth would get a leg up and then we have one final match to decide it all. Especially with a torn pack you'd think that, I don't know, Seth wouldn't lose to some guy with one titty. Uh, actually, let's be nice. Um, Cody actually is twice the titty on one side now. Oh, yeah. Split in half. All right. Um, but we can keep talking about that <sighs> after matches. Yeah. All right. So April 27th on an episode of Dynamite. In a ladder match for the TNT Championship, Sammy Guevara defended the title against who? Or rather, tried to defend the title against who? My stomach is in severe pain right that now. Thank you incorrect. so much. Scorpio Sky. Correct. Thought, I thought I'd get you with that and you'd guess Cody. Um, oh, Cody wasn't even in my mind. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I literally just talked about that match. Um. 
Okay. Alright, so... You haven't seen this match, but I feel like you would get the idea of who this was. So, on an episode of NXT UK... Maiko Satamora defended the NXT UK Women's Championship in a World of Darkness match on May 5th against who? Bea Priestley? No. It was Isla Dawn. <laughs> Close. <laughs> Alright, so one more, right? One more. Alright. Final one. Final one. Alright. Um let's see. Um gotta make it a good one. Gotta make it a good one. Gotta make it a good one. Alright. I got it. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Golden Series on February 20th. Kazuchika Okada defended the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship against who? Golden Series? Golden Series. February 20th. Uh, was it Naito? It was Naito. Correct. Thank God. So yeah, you uh, you got that right. You got the Isla, Isla Dawn one wrong. Did you get the other one right or wrong? Oh, Scorpio. That was that was the other one. Yeah, I was gonna say I only did one dab. So you want you want a little bonus one? Sure. One final one. Uh, Impact, January twentieth. Jonathan Gresham defended the Ring of Honor World Championship against who? Um. Uh. I know he's defended it against Kenny. You don't have to take a dab for this if you get it wrong, since it's a bonus one. And he he did not defend it against Kenny. Jonathan Gresham. Ring of Honor Championship. Impact. I don't know. Uh, was it? Throw someone out there. It wasn't Eddie, was it? No. It was Steve Macklin. Oh, why am I thinking that was Kenny? I don't know why you thought Kenny uh, fought for that. I, I really thought, because I was thinking of the Macklin fight, but I was... Mm -hmm. That's a weird... Mess up. Uh, I never threw any GCW your way. I would not have known. Oh, come on. If I told GCW you. GCW matches. 
If I told you at G at the World on GCW January twenty third, who did Effie fight? You would know. It was Jeff, right? Jeff Jarrett, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's jump into Cody versus Seth. All right. Yeah, I didn't really want to think about this. This match, am I like just like the? It was gruesome. It. I have never seen a titty look like that before. Yes, it was very ugly, and imagining the pain is very cringeworthy. Yeah. But also, can we, can we at least acknowledge how impressive it is that he managed to wrestle this match? I mean, if I, if I stubbed my toe, I wouldn't be able to do anything for like five minutes, let alone wrestle a 20-minute, maybe 15-minute match with a torn pec. I guess the thing is that, like, no one asked for this. I mean, he probably didn't want to put a burden on anyone by uh, having them rebook the show, having them cancel the match. Um, and plus, it fucking helped with like that added to the story so much more. I don't know. I just didn't like want to see that. It was so gross. Like, dude, just take the day off. I'm sorry. Um, but we start with what we can do best, which is just jabs to Seth. Um, and then we accelerate a little bit and we get a disaster kick to Seth and a Cody cutter, which hurts Cody. Man, it, it um, cut Cody, Cody then puts, um, he puts Seth into the figure four and it's very clear that we're like, for a little while I was like, okay, so we're just dancing around this as best we can. And then Seth got a kendo stick and he hit Cody with it. And then he dug it into the pectoral muscle. And I said, oh. Okay. Um, Cody is then sent into the wall of the cage and drop kicked into it. Um, we get the kendo back into the titty. Um, and then we get back in the ring. Cody lariat Seth sends him ringside. But we get some stares into the arm of Cody. The injured arm. Um... And then Seth pulls out a nice, you know, velour bag. The one that would often have thumbtacks. And I was like, damn, are we allowed to do this? But inside of it was a belt with the dusty spots on it and the words visionary. Ridiculous. And mind you, Seth has come out in full Dusty Rhodes gear, more or less. So much disrespect. That was that was so mean. But amazing. That was hilarious. Um, but yeah, so he gets this belt and cracks it over Cody's back, cracks it over Cody's chest. Um, then he sets up a table and Seth nearly superplexes Cody into it. Seth is nearly powerbombed into it. And then instead he gets Cody across. It goes for the frog splash, but Cody avoids it. Seth goes clean through that table. And then Cody pulls out the bull rope. And Seth agrees. Um, at this point, Seth is kind of bloody because Seth went through a table. Um, and he gets a bell into the head of Ron. It's not enough for the pin, though. We go ringside. Seth pulls Cody arm first to the post over and over again. Um, a new table gets set up. Cody is nearly bombed into it. Um, and we get a crossroads after he gets free from that position. Um, 
Seth wants the powerbomb, can't, or Cody wants the powerbomb, but can't quite get it. Seth then yoinks Cody's arm, powerbombs him into the table. Then we pull out the sledgehammer. And that's not enough. Cody hits the pedigree to Rollins. Um, Cody then gets the sledgehammer, lifts it. Rollins fucks off as best he can um, in the middle of the cage. We get a stomp to Rhodes, but that's also not enough. And then a failed second stomp, a failed crossroads um, to Seth, and a failed crossroads to Cody, and then a crossroads to Seth. And then Cody can't cover because Cody's in sheer pain. And then we get a couple more crossroads. Doesn't want to get the third. Instead, he gets the sledgehammer, sends it into Seth's face. Um, and, you know, wins the fucking match by the skin of his teeth. Or the skin of his tit. You want to know what another crazy thing is? What? He, he wrestled better and told a better story than 90% of wrestlers who wrestle healthy. Yeah. Like... And, um, and the total runtime of this match was 24 minutes. He that's, that is pretty impressive. I will give him as much as that. And like, oh, it, I, I don't know. I just love the storytelling in this match so much. Yes, it was a good match. Um, it just was a match that I did not sign up for in the slightest. It's like, like... I, I want to compare it to like a death match, like for example, Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan. You don't like Sammy Callahan, and it's gruesome. It's a gruesome ass match. Even even uh, uh, Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks, at All Out, that gruesome steel cage match. Yeah, it was gruesome and bloody, but it added to the story. Same with uh, Nick Gage and Chris Jericho. Great, great ass match, but very gruesome. I, I, I think what it managed to accomplish with this hurdle, massive hurdle, is incredible. I think the thing is, is that I can imagine what a lot of different p- types of pain feel like mm-hmm. in that, you know, I, I, I have been cut by something before I have been poked by something before I've been slapped by something before. Those are things I can kind of imagine, or at least are common enough where I'm like, okay, I've seen people do that before. So like people getting hit with thumbtacks, stuff like that. It's like, I don't ever want to experience that, but I can mm-hmm. kind of get an idea. I have no fucking idea what Cody could possibly have felt like, mm-hmm. and that is what makes it worse, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if he took some kind of painkillers before. Probably. He had got, like, a cortisone shot or something. Morphine. Um, but I, I mean, I want to give him so much props for prioritizing the art and the storytelling. It's like... You weren't there when we shot this, uh, when we were shooting that apocalyptic short film, and you know how our friend, who I, I won't name on the spot, but it's everything, anything for the shot. Um, yeah. He stood uh, holding the camera. We were underneath a bridge on the edge of a river, and he got up on the rocks 
and got the shot from like hugging the wall, almost fell into the river. And although it's crazy and stupid, and in, in that case, you're also risking the camera. Um, but it's prioritizing the art. And, as, and the final product is pushed forward because of that. Uh, but with all that said, uh, that's our recap. Let's talk about the bests of the night. Um, and let's start with wrestler of the night. Now I'm going to give you four options this time. All right. Bianca Belair, happy Corbin, Mustafa Ali, and Cody Rhodes. I'm just going to pick Cody because I know that that's probably the only right choice. I mean, every, everyone deserves props tonight. Happy Corbin for working the crowd so well and doing such a great job of, of being a performer. Mustafa for selling the hell out of all of uh, Theory's stuff um, and, and just taking every bullet for Theory. And Bianca for wrestling a hell of a triple threat and and just being an amazing wrestler. And then Cody for pulling off a 24-minute match with a torn peck. So everyone deserves their props, but I, I agree with you that Cody is really... People will remember that for a long time. Yeah. All right. Now let's talk about match of the night. I feel like we'll disagree, but it's worth it's worth a conversation. As always, we go from the worst match to the best match of the night. We'll talk about which match is the match of the night. So, starting off with the worst match of the night with a four out of ten. Omos and MVP versus Bobby Lashley. It's so predictable, and uh, Omos didn't really get over at all because of this match performance wise and crowd wise like nobody cares about Omos anymore than they did before yeah um next up 5 out of 10 Kevin Owens versus Ezekiel it didn't advance the story at all I mean it was decent but it didn't do anything this could have just been a raw match Uh, next, 6 out of 10, Mustafa Ali vs. Austin Theory. It was fun. Didn't, didn't do a whole lot story-wise, um, but Mustafa put a hell of a lot in this match. Oh, and before I continue, if you have a question for us to answer after the bests of the night, leave it in the chat now, and we'll get to it after the best of the night. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment, and we'll get to it in the next one. If you're listening on Spotify, join us to twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live. We'll answer any of your questions, whether it be wrestling, non-wrestling, whatever you got. All right, continuing from there, 
six out of ten edge damien or judgment day versus bauer club yeah i thought it was a meh match it was pretty fun but wasn't super amazing uh next seven out of ten happy corbin versus madcap moss this was just great storytelling moss is great corbin is is a damn good heel and a damn good performer um the way they worked the crowd was was phenomenal mm-hmm. uh next uh eight out of ten Asuka first Becky Lynch first Bianca Belair um I thought this was 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 so damn good like this was a great match and although you you mentioned Asuka um seeming like a non-factor I I think that was kind of the point in like a weird way um because because it is the Becky Bianca story she's just she was another hurdle for Becky getting the title um but then she was also the key for Becky to get into the match so I think we'll get a much longer program between Asuka and Bianca very soon. Okay, that's fair. Maybe we'll see a bit more of a heel side to Asuka. And I know your feelings on it, but with a 10 out of 10, Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins because no one has been able to do what Cody did and probably never will. And I don't want anyone to try just because of how crazy it was to wrestle this match. But I mean, it it was incredible. Wow. I mean, I I entirely respect your feelings on it and feeling grossed out and find it hard to watch the whole time. Like, that, that is perfectly understandable because it was gross. Seeing that fucking giant internal bleeding spot was nasty. And, and I felt the pain, too, whenever he took a bump. Um, but... He showed so much fucking heart and love for the for the art by doing that. Yeah, no, I, you're... nobody asked for it, but you're right. <laughs> I think. Well, I think the problem is everyone asked for it. Everyone asked for the match, and he just wanted to make sure everyone got it. But like the thing is, is like, is the world really going to miss something by not getting a third Seth versus Cody match where Cody wins? Well, I I think the reason this needed to happen is because it's this is definitely the final one. Like this is the last, and I think Cody sees that if he wrestles with a torn peck and wins. That shoots him up even further than he would have had he not been injured. Now he's like, when he comes back for an in, from an recovery, he is immediately going against whoever's the undisputed champion. 
Okay. Like, I definitely get your feelings on it, and that's totally understandable. I felt that way at first, but then once it got, I think, to, like, the halfway point, I had, I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I think after the match picked up, it was definitely much than I mm-hmm. thought it was. Yeah. All right. Well, those are our picks for best of the night. Um, I completely forgot to check YouTube to see if we had any questions. Again, if you have any questions for us in the chat, please ask him now. We'll answer anything you got. But uh, does not look like we have anything on YouTube. So, yeah. Liz, would you like to close out the show? I would love to because my stomach hurts really badly. <laughs> um, if you tune in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tune in the future, thank you so much. Um, we will be back on Tuesday with our... Um, 2K22. 2K22 stream. Sorry, I'm still a little spiced out. Um, but yeah, please tune in. It's going to be super fun. It always is. Um, yeah. Join us on Tuesday for our 2K22 stream. Uh, uh, we, we've got uh, the build-up to, I think, the next one's Extreme Rules or Hell in a Cell? I think it's Extreme Rules. Extreme Rules. Um, so we're on the road to that. Join us um, Tuesday after NXT. Um, then we'll have Dynamite the day after and then Imp- impact recap the day after that Uh, and then next weekend we'll be covering new japan's dominion where we could possibly see a new iwgp world heavyweight champion Uh, but for now thank you all so much for watching all of our stuff youtube spotify twitter and twitch is all pinfall podcast Uh, i'm at the mark cameron liz is at eliza elaine two three and we'll see you all on tuesday have a great uh monday great start to your week We'll see you Tuesday. Bye-bye.